Thanks for joining us for the special Mideast Prophecy Edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Pastor J.D. shares the Mideast Prophecy Update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. You'll hear an interesting thing today. We are about to see a mandatory vaccine for a supposedly deadly virus that you have to be tested for to even know if you have it. It's preposterous. Friends, the statistics are plain. We need to protect those most at risk and then open everything up. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update on YouTube. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on December 20th, 2020. And so that which is in place prophetically today will not necessarily be in place five years from today. That's what I mean by a prophecy shelf life or expiration date. Number two, the insatiable quest for peace and safety. Peace and security. Same word in the original, but uh, very interesting. We couch this in terms of the Middle East. Peace and security. Peace and security. A Palestinian state, two-state solution, which is the final solution of of Hitler, repackaged by the way, because the so-called Palestinians don't want peace with Israel, they want the destruction of Israel. So, but maybe think about it like this. Did you hear about that massive cyber attack this last week? This is, this is big, man. This is huge. What if um, we could take this prophecy in 1 Thessalonians 5.3, where the Apostle Paul says, while they are saying peace and security, or peace and safety, sudden destruction will come upon them as a woman in labor, labor pains, with an increased intensity and increased frequency. What if we take that prophecy and we sort of uh, revisit it through the lens of cybersecurity? Peace and security, cybersecurity. Or let's take the other word that the Greek word asphalia is translated as safety. And let's say health safety. Kind of changes the complexion of it a little bit. Now, the reason this is important is because of a very detailed prophecy in Daniel 9.27. We actually have a timeline given to us by the prophet Daniel. It's a seven-year timeline, and it will start 
with the confirming, the strengthening, making great, greater. Ikbir uh, in the Hebrew, which is the same word in my native tongue of Arabic, it means to make spectacular, superior, greater. This word confirm, translated. So the Antichrist is going to ikbir, confirm a seven-year peace agreement. And in that peace agreement, I believe that Israel will be given the Temple Mount to rebuild their third temple on, as part of the peace agreement. And in the middle of that peace agreement, the Antichrist demands to be worshipped. This is in, kind of getting ahead of myself here, it's actually the (laughs) third one. This is in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, we talk about this often, where the Antichrist will set himself up in the temple of God, and declare that he is God, and demand to be worshipped as God. And it will happen in the middle, the three and a half year mark of the seven year tribulation. And then we also have this prophecy in Revelation chapter 3, pardon me, chapter 13, verses 11 through 18, which is the prophecy about the mark of the beast. And the reason why at this point it is the mark of the beast is because you are going, not you, (laughs) they are going to declare and bow in worship and pledge allegiance to the Antichrist. And that's going to happen at the three and a half year mark of the seven year tribulation. But that would imply that the biotechnology would have to be in place. It is. It is. It, not it will be, it is. Now. And not only does the biotechnology need to be in place, here's what also needs to be in place. The deceptive lie. Because absent the lie, like the Apostle Paul says, they will believe the lie because of this powerful delusion, strong delusion that God Himself sends. It is a strong, powerful deception. It is so deceptive that they will believe the lie. And we're told why they believe the lie. It's because they rejected the truth, Jesus. So that has to already be in place. It is. Because when the time comes, the masses will accept a digital verification and identification in order to buy and sell. If you don't mind, I'd like to bring our friend back into the discussion. Let's ask him what his thoughts are on just these three. I believe his response would be something along the lines of disbelief. Oh, not disbelief that this is already happening. No, disbelief 
that many people don't realize that this is the end. Then I think he would go right to the Word of God, start reading, even quoting, and there would be such a joy and excitement in his voice, and he'd probably break forth in praise. But then he may start to realize the implications of this as it relates to those who don't believe that this is the end. First Peter chapter 4 verse 7, The end of all things is at hand. Therefore be self-controlled and sober-minded for the sake of your prayers. Luke's Gospel, chapter 18, verse 8, Jesus speaking, I tell you, He will give justice to them speedily, nevertheless, and this one gets me, when the Son of Man comes, will He find faith on the earth? Isaiah chapter 13, verse 6, wail, wail, for the day of the Lord is near, as destruction from the Almighty, it will come, it will come, it will come. Revelation chapter 1 verse 3, blessed is he who reads and those who hear the words of this prophecy and keep those things which are written in it. Why? For the time is near. Revelation 22, verse 7, Jesus speaking again. Behold, I come quickly. Blessed is he who keeps the words of the prophecy of this book. Did you know that the book of Revelation is the only book in the Bible that promises a blessing to those who read it, hear it, and take it to heart? And isn't it interesting that the book of Revelation is the book in the Bible that Christians are the most afraid of and stay away from? Hmm. The enemy has succeeded, hasn't he? He seeks to steal, kill, and destroy. He wants to steal the blessing that is ours in the book of Revelation. Yeah, but it's so apocalyptic. Apocalypsos in the Greek, if you want to be technical. You know what that word means? You ready for it? Wait for it. It means revealing. I know this is deeply profound. Revealing, revelation, it's an unveiling. Apocalypsos. This word quickly, we've talked about this. I think it's appropriate to mention this again. It's apropos, considering how fast everything is moving. This word quickly in the original is the Greek word tacos, not tacos or poke, taco or none of that. It's tacos where we get our English word for tachometer in our cars. It's a measurement of RPMs, revolutions per minute. Interesting. 
the time is set, one minute. The variable is the revolutions per minute. So for those of you car guys, you know how it is that you can rev up the engine and you can redline the engine at a certain RPM. And if you do that, you can blow up your engine. Stay with me. Here's what I'm thinking. Jesus is saying, I'm coming at a time when things are revving up, redlining. (laughs) They're revving up, the thing is going to blow up, and you're going to go up. That really rhymed. Somebody needs to write us. That's a rap song right there. I won't do that to you, but that's a rap song for somebody. (laughs) I'm a poet and didn't know it, as they say, right? Would you agree that we're redlining? the breakneck speed with which everything is... Okay, let me... me, Bear with me. You have treasures in heaven for bearing with me. Here's the thing. Just let's just go back to January of this year. Look how much has happened in the span of 12 months. 12 months, man. One year. So again, let's fast forward what's going to happen in the next 12 months. And like the population exponentially doubling in 40 years, that doesn't mean it's going to double, take another 40 years to double. It's going to take a fraction of that time to double. So that means that it's even going to be faster, quicker, And if that's how fast everything is moving, then wouldn't you agree that we're just on the cusp of the rapture? Because the rapture has to happen before the seven-year tribulation. I, I need to say this concerning the pre-tribulation rapture the sound doctrine of the pre-tribulation rapture. If you're not settled and sound doctrinally concerning the pre-tribulation rapture, then I would venture to say that your life will needlessly be riddled with fear, especially concerning the vaccine. Let me say the same thing in a different way. When you know that the rapture has to happen before the seven-year tribulation, it settles you. And there's peace that surpasses human understanding. It's not a peace that the world gives. It's a peace that Jesus only gives. He said, I come to give you peace not as the world gives. It's a supernatural peace. It's the peace that comes by way of the Holy Spirit. I mean, 
like you, when I go out, which again, I don't get out that much, especially now. But when I do, I mean, it is so, well, it's downright depressing, isn't it? And, it, and not for the reasons one might think. I mean, I'm, I'm not depressed. I'm just sad for those who are. And you know, I see them standing in line, waiting to get into a, just, you know, on their X, in their circle, on their phones, with their masks on like this. They move forward. Are you kidding me? Went to Costco on Wednesday. No, I, I, let me say it like this. I survived Costco on Wednesday. <laughs> Costco Evile. <laughs> and, you know, because I have asthma, I I, there were times when, I, if there was nobody down that aisle, which is never at Evile Costco, right? Uh, I would, I would just have to <laughs> breathe. And I'm looking at people, and I'm thinking to myself, and the employees have to wear that thing all the time, and it makes me sad, and I feel sorry for them. You know the ones I really feel sorry for? When I'm driving? Oh, I don't even have to tell you. Okay, I'm sorry, but they're the only one in the car. So it's, so it's not just me. Oh, I feel so much better, sort of. I feel so bad for them. They're so deceived and have believed the lie. This is why I almost say it every week, might as well say it again this week, when I see people, I don't see people as, I'm going to get in trouble for this, local or howly, <laughs> left or right, Republican or Democrat, white or black, liberal or conservative, I see them as either lost or saved. Because at the end of the day, that's all that's going to matter. So my prayer is, Lord, send somebody into their life, into their car, <laughs> to bring them to you. Because if you really think about it, when not if that trumpet sounds soon and very soon, those that are left behind, it's not going to matter. Skin color, forget it. Political affiliation, forget it. Doesn't matter. The only thing that's going to matter is lost or saved, Jesus or not. That's all that matters. And that's why our efforts, <laughs> I say it that way for a reason, every week, is to sound the alarm, 
to reach the lost before it's too late. This is why we even do these updates, going on 15 years now, by the way. And it's also why we end with the gospel, the good news of salvation in Jesus Christ, and a simple childlike explanation of salvation by way of the ABCs of salvation. What's the gospel? 1 Corinthians chapter 15, the Apostle Paul writing, says that this is the gospel. Jesus Christ came, He was crucified, He was buried, and He rose again on the third day. 1 Corinthians chapter 15. 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, in the context of the rapture, the first epistle that the Apostle Paul wrote to the Thessalonians, early in his ministry, before the Corinthians, he talks about how the trumpet is going to sound, and the dead in Christ are going to rise first, and we who are alive are going to be raptured up. And then he says, that's the gospel. In other words, the gospel is Jesus came, He was crucified, He was buried, He rose again on the third day, and there's coming a day that He's going to rapture us away. That's the good news. That's the good news. That's the, we call it the blessed hope, Titus. But you know what? It's not just the blessed hope, it's our only hope. And again, I, I, I'll share it again. <laughs> That's what keeps me sane, is knowing that at any time, sooner than we think, that trumpet's going to sound, and we're out of here. We're out of here. No more masks. No more mortgage. No more rent. No more bills. No more cockroaches. There better not be cockroaches in heaven. I, termites, all of that stuff, all gone. Knowing that that's what we have to look forward to makes whatever we're going through easier to get through, right? That's the good news. The ABCs of salvation are just a simple explanation it's just a, a simple, easy way to share the gospel with someone. It's not the only way, it's just a way, and it's not really anything that anyone has to do. No, it's more like this. This is kind of how it goes down. This is, this is the way it is. Sorry for the <laughs> emphasis, going to get a little bit Pentecostal on you right now. This is how I came to Christ. It wasn't anything, I didn't say, okay, what do I need to do? Nothing. He did it all. He paid it all. It is finished. Oh. So you come to this place where you acknowledge, wait a minute, I've sinned. I need the Savior. That's the A. And this is Romans 3.10. There is no one righteous not even one. You might be a good person, but you'll never be good enough. Thanks for joining us for this special Mideast Prophecy Update edition of In Spirit and Truth. We understand how important it is to know what God's Word says, especially in our world today. All around us, we see violence and despair running seemingly unchecked. 
We do what we can to alleviate these crises we encounter, but all the while we know evil is waiting right around the corner. The Bible tells us that Jesus will return one day and finally wipe the enemy's influence from the face of the earth forever. This event is closer than we may think, and it's important to know what to expect. The prophecies we read in the Bible can be confusing, but they do provide us with clues as to what we'll see unfolding in our world as we near the return of our King. Each week in the Mideast Prophecy Update, Pastor J.D. takes a look at the current events happening around the globe and holds them up to the lens of God's Word. He shares what God reveals to him with you each week. This information is not meant to scare you, but rather to inspire you to take the gospel message out into the world. Every person needs to have the chance to meet Jesus before he returns and to know what his love and grace can do for them. These Mideast Prophecy Updates are available to you on our YouTube channel as well or through our mobile app. Visit InSpiritAndTruthRadio.com to find links to both. Thanks for listening today and be sure to join us for the next update right here on In Spirit and Truth.